0: This week we read Parshas Vayetzei, which really in the Torah begins the story of Yaakov Avinu. We've discussed a number of times that the story of Chumash Bereshis, the first Chumash in the Torah, is really the story of the great Sadiqim, who are the foundation of our nation, of Klal Yisrael, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And then at the, at the end of the Sefer, the uh, Yaakov son Yosef. So whereas we had a couple of parshias devoted to the story of Avraham, and then we had Toldos, which was primarily for Yitzchak, um, beginning this week's parsha, Vayetze Yaakov Mebe'er starts with really the story of Yaakov and how he built his family, the 12 Shvatim, the foundation of Klal Yisrael. It's written in Sfarim that although Avraham and Yitzchak were obviously the, uh, the super tzaddikim, great and holy people, Yet Yaakov is called Bechir Sheba of Us. He's called the chosen amongst the three, amongst our forefathers, the greatest of our forefathers. And there's much to discuss about that. And I want to look at that today using a very beautiful pasuk in the Novi Yeshayahu, the prophet Yeshayahu, who's the primary prophet that talks about redemption, about the ultimate redemption, the coming of Mashiach. Interestingly, his name Yeshayahu itself carries within it the word Yeshua, which means salvation. And in the beginning of the second chapter of Yeshayo, he discusses the vision of the end of days. Behoya ha'yomi will be at the end of days. And he talks about the house of Hashem that will be on that mountain in, 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 in Yerushalayim, and all the nations will come to it. And he writes the following in Pesach Gimel, verse 3. amim rabim. Many nations will, will go. they will say, El Har Hashem. Let us go up to the mountain of Hashem. El base eloke Yaakov to the house of the God of Yaakov V'yareinu Midrachov he'll teach us from his ways V'neilcha Be'erchesov will go on the paths ki mitziin Torah odvar Hashem Yerushalayim because from Zion, Zion Torah will come forth and the word of Hashem from Jerusalem from Yerushalayim so here is the Navi Yishayi describing that when Mashiach will come all the nations will come and they too will want to learn the ways of Hashem from the Beis Hamikdash, but zooming into one word of the pasuk, what is the Beis Hamikdash called here? Beis Elokei Yaakov, the house of the God of Yaakov. And the obvious question is, why Yaakov? There's Avram, there's Yitzchak, and then Yaakov. Why is this? Why is the Beis Hamikdash of the future, of Mashiach's time, called the house of ya- The house, the house of the God of Yaakov. And the Gemara says something very fascinating. It says that we look at Chumash we look through the Parshas, we'll find that Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, all of them referred to the place of the Beis HaMikdash. But they all called it something else. After the story of Akedah, Avram calls the Beis HaMikdash the place of the Har, Har Hashem, the mountain of Hashem. He calls it a mountain. In last week's parsha, when Rivka is brought to Yitzchak, or two weeks ago, that is parsha. Yitzchak went out to pray in the field. And again, our, our, our sages teach us that field was the Har Habayis, Temple Mount. And he called it a field. So Avram Avinu called the place a mountain. Yitzchak called the place a field. In this week's parsha, after Yaakov's famous dream that he dreamt about that ladder uh, reaching into the sky, which was also on Temple Mount, Yaakov calls the place Beis El, the house of Hashem. So Avram called it a mountain, Yitzchak called it a field, and Yaakov called it a house. A house represents permanence. A house represents safety and security. Yaakov was the one who called the place of the of HaMikdash the house. And now let's go back to the Pasuk of Yeshayahu. The Pasuk says that the nations will say we're going to the house of the God of Yaakov. Says the Gemara, Lo ka Avram. They didn't, They're didn't. they not talking about Avram who called the place a mountain. Lo ki not like Yitzchak, they called the place a field. Rather, it was Yaakov, who called the place a home. And that home is the one that the nations are saying, we want to go there for the Bais HaMikdash HaShlishi. That's what the Gemara says. Inter- an interesting concept, which of course requires explanation. What's the idea of Avram calling it a mountain, and Yitzchak a field, and Yaakov a house? And the commentators say, that as we know we have three holy temples, three Batei Mikdash. There was the first Beis HaMikdash built by Shlomo Hamelach, and stood for some 410 years. The second base Mikdash, built by Ezra and Nechemia stood for another 4- 420 years. And ultimately there's the third Beis HaMikdash that we're waiting for, that will be built through the coming of Mashiach. The basic difference, well, there's many differences, but perhaps the most, the clearest and most uh, defining difference between the three is that the first two were destroyed. The first two were temporary, they were transient. And the third base of the one we're waiting for, as it's alluded to in Psukim and the Zayar, is a binyin nitzchi, is an edifice that will be everlasting for Hashem. Say the commentaries, that's the difference between the field and the mountain and the house. A person who's out in the field or or, or on the mountains, these aren't things that represent security, They're, they're, they're temporary, temporary dwellings. That's why when Avram talked about the mountain, he was really prophesizing about the first Beis HaMikdash that was going to stand on this place. When Yitzchak spoke about the field, he was prophesizing about the second Beis HaMikdash that was going to stand there. And Yaakov, when he said the house, he was referring to the third and final one, the permanent one, the secure one. And that's why he called it a house. And that's why when Yeshayahu is talking about the coming of Mashiach, and he's talking about the base Mikdash that will be then, he calls it base L-O-K, Yaakov, the home of the God of Yaakov, the one who called it a home, the one who gives it its permanence. But of course, we still need more. Why is it that Yaakov, more than the other two, talked about the home, talked about the third base Mikdash, talked about permanence? And in very short, the idea is, um, a famous idea, something we've spoken about a number of times, Kabbalistically, Avraham represented the emotion of kindness, of love. That's how he served Hashem. He was all about love of Hashem. He's called the great lover of Hashem. Avram Ohavi, as the Pesach says. Yitzchak represented severity, discipline. That's how he served Hashem. In this Victoria portion it says about Yitzchak, Upachad Yitzchak. The, the, the trepidation, the fear of Yitzchak. Yitzchak represented Gevura. Yaakov represents... Tiferis, which is beauty, or synthesis, bringing together opposite emotions. Yaakov wasn't all about love. Yaakov wasn't all about discipline. Yaakov was able to create the perfect synthesis using the various different components and different types of emotions and serving Hashem. Says Chassidus, that's where you have permanence. As long as one's service is primarily using one emotion, a person is totally involved and totally wrapped up in one emotion, that's wonderful. But it's not ultimately long lasting. One emotion on its own can go wrong. It has its negative counterpart. It's not something that will hold water forever. Only when one is able to use together opposites, bring them all together in serving Hashem. One knows how to use their love and knows how to use their discipline and their fear, avas Hashem and yiras Shemayim, and all the different types of emotions and use them properly, cohesively. In serving Hashem, that's when when there's permanence to one's avodah. And that's why Yaakov is the one who represents that mountain. I'm I'm sorry, the home, the home of permanence. The first Beis Hamikdash was not permanent. It represented one type of avodah, like Avraham. And the second, like Yitzchak. And the third Beis Hamikdash is where we're able to bring it all together in serving Hashem cohesively, and therefore we have that permanence. But one last idea. The Pesach of Yishayahu that we mentioned is talking about the nations of the world and what's inspiring them to come to the Beis HaMikdosh. As we know, our jobs as individuals and as a nation is not only to be the best we can for ourselves, but we have to teach, we have to inspire, we have to be a light unto the nations. What more than anything else is important when it comes to affecting someone else, to teaching someone else, to inspire someone else is truth. When the When the listener sees, hears, that the one who's teaching is truthful, really, really lives that ideal, that inspires more than anything else that the listener wants to hear, wants to learn, and wants to change. Truth is the concept of synthesis. Truth is when we're able to use everything. We're not just wrapped up with one idea that we're inspired with, but rather we use all ideas in our devotion and dedication to Hashem. So it's Yaakov's truth, Midas Ha'emes, the truth, the the bringing everything together that will inspire the nations of the world, all the nations of the world, to call out and say, Let us go forth to the house of Hashem, the house of the God of Yaakov, so that all of us us as well should learn the Torah and connect to His beautiful ways. Have a wonderful Shabbos.